Good morning. Please join me in a moment of prayer. God, I praise and thank you that my life is hidden with Christ in you. I thank you that I am a new creation in Christ and have died to myself and been raised to life together with your Son in heavenly places. Help me to live as unto the Lord and to lay aside all that is displeasing to you and help me to keep my mind set on things above where Christ is seated at your right hand. My name is Sophia Jackson and this morning I've been asked to come to you and bring a word uh, from Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 through 4. I am relating this text to uh, the color red in the pride flag which denotes life. So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. The title of this message today is Changed. In light of the COVID-19 pandemic and life's ongoing challenges, I do not find it accidental that I am blessed with the opportunity to offer a hermeneutic or perspective on what I believe this word may hold for us in a time where a virus is laying our species low all over the globe. I do not find it accidental that this choice of text utilizes Gilbert Baker's choice of red red as the symbol of blood sacrifice that Moses told the Hebrews to paint their doors with, which would cause the death angel to pass over their houses in Egypt. Red as the symbol for life at a time when death is threatening each and every one of us. Red as the symbol that heralds the vibrancy of life in the pride flag. It's sad that in our current culture, we have those who wrongly define this pandemic by attempting to religiously or spiritually equate it as God's attack against Christianity because of the gays, transgenders, and queers, or as signs and wonders, secret Bible codes, or new revelations of the God meant just for supremacists, billionaires, and false prophets. Prophets. In his letter to the Colossians, Paul lays out a clear roadmap that speaks to what true Christianity looks like by exhorting us to keep a heavenly focus. But today in our midst, 
There are religious leaders who are telling us that the only way we can currently heighten our emotional experience of God is to follow and believe what comes out of the mouths of the most depraved among us. Those or these religious leaders are the ones who, after reading this one verse, put to death the parts of your life that belong to the earth, such as sexual immorality, moral corruption, lust, evil desire, will stop right there before they even get to the part that speaks about greed. They are the Franklin Grahams and Paula Whites who want to add the teachings of men to their Christianity, especially as it relates to human sexuality and what God feels about it because they are plagued with asceticism and legalism, much like the Colossians whom Paul was writing this letter to. Something is wrong with a theology that seeks to weaponize Americans against the diversity of its citizens by proclaiming that God is a God who brings plagues, pandemics, and war against God's children because all of God's children don't march to the beat of the same drummer. Colossians 3, 1 through 4 pulls back the curtain on realities that are hard to fathom for those who are breastfed on lies and ignorance and hatred. In looking at what Paul is saying here in Colossians and understanding it through my specific lens of being uh, same gender loving, non uh, gender non-conforming black person, I am able to embrace my transition in not only saying that I am Christian, but also in understanding that being a part of this world and living here is not about belonging here. I am reminded of the story of, of Pinocchio, the story of Pinocchio after all of the wishing, fairy dust, betrayal, and lies is about transition, transformation, and learning to look above. Colossians, like Pinocchio, is a story about the change that takes place in life once an individual accepts realities that are so astounding that they become pervasively different from people who have not seen and do not believe in the reality that God also blesses the marginalized and the oppressed. There are any number of di directions a person can look when trying to figure out how to live his or her life. Some people look forward, focusing on their goals and plans and what lies ahead. Other people look backward, always analyzing their past decisions and choices. Some people look down on other people in hopes of feeling better about themselves, while other people look around to see what everyone else is doing. What Paul tells us to do uh, in Colossians 3, 1, 1 through 4 is to have a new kind of mindset or disposition. Paul mentions Christ 
four times in these four verses. So no matter who we are or what we do or who we do it with, what we must know is Christ must be central in all of it. What I'd like each person that hears this recording to walk away with is an understanding that whatever angst Paul or anyone else may have around sex and sexuality does not mean that we must carry that same angst. What I'd like to happen for the LGBTQ folks who identify as Christian is an ability to create your own transformation of heart because you understand that you are the beauty and the glory of God. What I'd like for my LGBTQ kindred to take away from this text is understanding that we have every right to accept Christ as our savior. And I believe that we have every right to embrace the idea that Paul is espousing here. And that is when we accept ourselves, not only are we being raised with Christ from death to new life, we are being raised with Christ to the heavenly places. Being transformed has helped me to realize that I am meant for so much more than what this world can give me. That means that you are too. Colossians gives each of us a bigger picture to see ourselves in and a higher goal to live for. It directs us to rise above the things of this world and focus on eternal things. You have been raised with Christ and that changes everything. If you are not familiar with the story of Pinocchio, find it and read it. For those of you who are old enough to remember the story like I am, remember that Pinocchio becomes Stromboli's star attraction as a puppet that can sing and dance without strings. Before I accepted Christ, I was a puppet whose strings were pulled for many years by crack cocaine. I was just like Pinocchio who, when he wanted to go home for the night, was locked in a bird cage by Stromboli. While in that cage, Jiminy Cricket, who was given to be Pinocchio's conscience by the blue fairy that had granted Geppetto's wish for Pinocchio to become human, arrives to see Pinocchio, but they are unable to free him. We all have countless Jiminy's and blue fairies who have appeared while we've been locked in cages and asked why we are where we are and who have urged us to just tell the truth about things in order to get free. But instead, like Pinocchio, we start telling lies, which causes our noses and our hardships to grow longer and longer. As I look back on many of my lived experiences, I realized that like Pinocchio, I vowed to God uh, to be good so that I could return to what I considered normal, to be free to live as I wanted to, not heeding the warning of my conscience that said, you know, my help would soon run out like Pinocchio. I got into trouble again and again and ended up on Pleasure Island. 
Eventually, like Pinocchio, I escaped the Stromboli that held me captive. And like Pinocchio, I learned that in order to help myself and become who God or Geppetto in this case had desired for me to be, I had to help someone else. What I want you to see through this story is how it parallels our change when we get saved. This text makes room for me to understand myself as a black, lesbian, male identified Christian. It allows me to see value in the process of learning a new way to live. We don't have to be puppets to how the world responds to our desire to live freely and liberated and seeking God. When we shift our focus, as Paul instructs us in this text, uh, when we make looking to Christ our mandate, our conscience, and our guidance, our responses to the world changes. When we die to the world in order to live or be real for Christ, we show the world what it means to be changed. Walk in peace and keep within you the certain knowledge that Jesus is always coming into the world. Seek Jesus, not in a long ago stable or ancient manger, but in the people you meet and in the depths of your own hearts. I'd like to thank you uh, for listening this morning. I hope that this word blesses you as much as it blessed me to deliver it. I want to thank you. Live in peace, walk in peace, prosper in peace. Amen.